Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name is Tyson Sharp and after coaching hundreds of online entrepreneurs, it became very clear that the vast majority were looking to grow a successful business unconsciously as a solution to feel enough, to feel worthy, to even feel safe and secure. And so it's in this podcast where we face those internal challenges head on and we do it through self-connection, we do it through elevated consciousness and heartfelt courage so that you can learn how to build a successful and aligned business simply as a byproduct of your personal awakening. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. You know what the time is, guys. Strap yourselves in for another crazy and inspiring conversation. If you're in business and you're going through some hardships, maybe it's something external in your life, and I know we're all we're all in this situation of COVID nineteen, and and there's some there's some challenges to overcome, right? External to do with finances or uh, or business or family or internally in terms of the fears and the doubts. And Rubia is tells her story of how she overcame hardship using her internal guidance, right? Using that internal heart calling that we all have you know she went through uh periods of suffering through alcohol alcohol addiction and being in the being in the patterns that drew her back there time and time again and she also opens up to discuss you know how her calling has brings up all these doubts around what people are going to think and and you know what are her family going to think and this comes up time and time again with whenever I'm talking to you and everyone in the community, that's one of the biggest uh, internal obstacles, right? I know it's external in terms of what other people think, but it's internal in terms of your doubt, right? And your, and your, and how you, how you love yourself as you follow this, this guidance. And so Rubia is such an incredible person to help everyone through these challenges not only in business, but in your life and using your inner guidance. And that's exactly what she does. And she'll explain a bit about how she does that in a, in a not only a healing and spiritual way, but also a holistic way. And so it's really cool to bring these conversations because I know you're going to get a lot out of it. I know you're going to apply it to your own life. And if, you're, if you know there's a heart's calling, if you know you have this nudge that says, this is your next step, and it brings up fear or it brings up external challenges, this is the conversation. This is the conversation to, to listen to. So get a lot of inspiration from this, but take action on it. And reach out to Rubia and, and make sure you add her to your network. She's an inspiration. She's definitely uh, offered a lot of insight in this, in this conversation. And I know just following her stuff and, uh, and adding her to your network is going to be immensely beneficial. So here's the conversation. I'll see you on the inside. Okay, guys, welcome back. I'm always excited to bring these conversations because I'm meeting a lot of cool people who have a lot of expertise and a lot of wisdom that, uh, that isn't necessarily in my arena of expertise. Um, but even experts who just dive in deep in terms of these topics who can really help in the, in the form of spirituality, in the form of healing, in the form of uh, business and guidance and intuition. It's, it's so cool to be able to gain a perspective, a wide variety of people's, uh, you know, wisdom and, and experience. And Rubia here is, uh, is, 
a really cool example of just not only following your heart, but doing it in a way where you're focused on contribution, focus on serving. And I know, uh, I know plenty of people have had hardships in the past and, and learned through those challenges. Um, but it's really cool to hear not only your perspective, but to also gain your insights in terms of how people can start following more of their heart, more of their intuition, more of their guidance and start to contribute in ways that they know they're here to contribute. And I know a lot of people get stuck in that process, in that, in that, in that transition. So it'd be awesome to have a conversation uh, around this. So Ruby, first of all, welcome. Welcome to the, 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 the podcast and the show. I'd, I'd love to give you the floor for a minute and just have the listeners understand a little bit about why you're doing what you do and where you've come from in, in, this, uh, in this journey. Okay, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so how it all started. Um, so my, my father is a doctor and I grew up watching him helping people and I just became really passionate about wanting to help people. Um, but I always felt a little bit different. And when I was about 16, I'm now 37, I started having lots of dreams um, and uh, very vivid dreams. And I felt like I was um, I had a feeling I was communicating with spirits or so spirits were trying to communicate with me. So I went on a journey and I'm originally from Brazil. So there, there's a religion called spiritism and a friend of my parents was actually a spiritist. That's what we call them. Um, and so my parents actually connected me with him and he gave me lots of books and he said, you're a medium, you have mediumship, so you have to use this gift to help people. Um, and I went on, a, it was from there, it actually um, started even getting harder. I wasn't sleeping at night. So there was a lot of discoveries. And since then, I've been on a journey. I was like, okay, I have this gift. How can I use it? But, you know, life gets in the way. And in Brazil, my parents are like, you have to go to uni. You have to get a job. So I tried to live, you know, the life that, you know, parents tell you that you have to live. But nothing happened, you know, by coincidence. And I started to be a translator and interpreter. And then I came to Australia for six months to improve my English. And I've been here for over 14 years now. So, and here, without having that society pressure, my parents' pressure, I really uh, dived deep into starting to heal myself, relationship with families, and just, you know, little trauma and there. And um, I became so passionate about it. I got into fitness. So I've done the whole body, mind, and soul. Um, and I was really passionate about it. It was such an incredible journey. And then I started studying atropathy, which I didn't finish. I moved on to transversal calcium. Um, then I've also became a pranic healer. Um, and it was an incredible journey that I said, I have to share this with others. And um, so, yeah, so a couple of years ago, I started my business. And since then, I've been navigating and doing different things all in the realm of um, spiritual and holistic counseling and energy healing. Wow. What, is, what was it specifically that you healed about yourself that you sort of made that, uh, made that, that spiritual transition in that journey? Cause we all have those areas of, uh, you know, when we're going in our path where there's some things we're doing that we think we need to be doing or that society yeah. and our parents and influences are telling us needs to be done. And so when we follow that path, we can feel that, that level that it's not in our highest alignment anymore. What is it that you had to heal within you when you sort of started to shift and realize that wasn't the path you wanted to go down? Um, 
it is something that I, I say is the collective human being thing to be healed, which is self-love and self-esteem. Mm. It's such a big thing. Um, and I really, my self-esteem, I was always comparing myself to my siblings because they were quite academically minded and they did really well in their studies, whereas I was more inverse. So I was more like I wanted to learn about the cosmics and spirits and angels and so that really um, affected my self-esteem comparing myself to others so I didn't think I was good enough and for a long time I was like that and um, so that was the biggest thing I had to heal it was to believe in myself believe that I'm good enough believe that you know um, I'm good enough to attract um, uh, a partner that loves me for who I am and that was big journey and it's a daily reminder it's a daily reminder i am good enough what i'm doing is good and i'm and unique mm. um so that was yeah the biggest thing that i had to heal and yeah. now i help others do the same and it is it's a tough journey because you grow up being um just with society and your parents trying to mold you into this thing and when you try to get out of that people point finger at you and um so yeah it's it's um, quite tough to own up, own to your, um, to who you really are and love that, even when people around you don't accept that. Yeah, I feel that. And, um, and I guess you said earlier that you were very young when you started to realize you were intuitive, where you were, you know, tapping into something that was, you know, not necessarily in your, in your personal realm and something that goes beyond the physical form. What was it? Do you, do you think that everyone has a particular calling, a particular something that is within them that, you know, since, since they're, they're born or since they're young is a particular skill set or a particular uh, purpose that they're, that they're here to sort of discover? Definitely. We've all born with that intuition skill um, at different levels, but we can all tap in into that different way. The problem is we are not taught about that by our parents or in school and it's a, it can be a little bit taboo. It's being more um, spoken about nowadays um, and it's coming out like it's not as taboo as it used to be. But we all have that and I meet so many people that say, I had a feeling I shouldn't have done that, but it just didn't make sense. They go for the rational thing. And they do feel it. And a lot of people, they deny that feeling and they keep making decisions based on the rational. I have to do what is right or what I think is right or what, what someone told me is right rather than listening to my gut. So a lot of people do shut it down. Um, but yes, we all have the ability to tap into that. We just need to learn how to tap into that, um, into that, into that ability. And what do you think happens when someone's able to tap into that? If they're able to tap into a side of them that is a high guidance system, what's on, what's on the other side of that? Is it all love and joy or is, or is there some, or is there some other, other aspects to it once you tap into it? It's not all love and joy, but that's part of, but you will be more love and joy long term. So it's part, it's a learning process because sometimes when you make a decision based on your gut instinct, on your intuition, it's, it could be a tough decision. You could be leaving a very toxic relationship that you think you had to be on that relationship because you know, because that's what you do. Or it could be leaving a job. It could be start, risking everything and starting a business. Um, 
So, and when you make those decisions, you may go through tough moments and difficult times and, but that's part of life. And without those moments, you can't grow. So you can stay safe, but you're going to stay stuck. Um, and that's where you lead to depression, anxiety, panic syndrome, and you start getting physically sick. So actually not listening to your intuition and avoiding those feelings, avoiding those things that you know it's going to be difficult, you put yourself in a difficult situation anyway. Mm. So you may as well do something that follow your heart and, and try because there's only one way to find out. And there's never, um, there's never uh, a mistake or there is a scroll. So if, you, if one thing doesn't work, okay, I, now I try that. I know that didn't work. I'm going to try something else. Is, is, do you think intuition is always trying to flow through? Is it something that's just, it's, it's coming through, but we're either not listening to it or, or it's, it's being blocked somehow, or is it yeah. something that we can, something that we can strengthen in our life? That is something we, we need to tap into rather than something that's flowing through that we just need to listen to. I, both things I said, so it's always coming through. But we, because we've become so skeptical, we uh, will say it's a coincidence. So I, I don't believe in coincidence. Mm. I think everything is absolutely synchronicity. Uh, but we can also tap into, and there are many things that we can do to tap into that, such as a daily or an evening ritual, where it, it's, and they're so basic. Put your hand on your heart, close your eyes, and do a deep breathing. And the first few times you do that, you may not, you know, my um, nothing may happen. But, and then you can ask a question, and you listen to that first answer that comes, usually that's, that's your intuition talking to you. And then everything else that comes after that is your mind chatter, trying to talk you out of whatever that came first. I meet so many people, they're like, oh, I know I'm not in the right relationship. Sometimes I feel that, you know, it's just either that way. So a lot of people will just deny that, or they say, oh, I know that my job's not really good. I know I have a talent and I could be doing my own business, but so they'll just block that. And personally, what I've done, so, Two and a half years ago, I stopped drinking alcohol completely, and that has taken my um, my intuition abilities to a whole next level. Because what alcohol does, it kind of, it kind of numbs you. Um, so, for if somebody is trying to really tap into their intuition, any substances really do uh, get in the way of you tapping into that uh, to that ability. Um, yes. What else? I just find it by being healthy and being connected, uh, having a healthy lifestyle, exercising, um, and meditation and yoga are also incredible. Yin yoga, um, and meditation doesn't have to be, you know, sitting there an hour. I used to, when I started, I would do five, 10 minutes of guided meditation with YouTube, uh, YouTube clips. And they are incredible. And I really, and I started going to meditation circles to learn how to meditate as well. That has completely completely changed everything for me learning how to meditate and i remember my first first few times that i went to meditation so i would just sit there and it was 40 minutes just sitting there and i was thinking about my supermarket list i was thinking what i was going to do tomorrow but i you know i pushed through and i went every week and after a few weeks i started getting into that meditative state and it was bliss i would come out of there blissful and and i i um, realize that my intuitive ability started to really step up. Mm. Your intuition can start writing your shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good way to, to get your shopping done. And I think, I think <laughs> a key question would be, 
if someone is in a space where they're like, okay, I'm, I, I never listen to my intuition. I know it's flowing through. I know I'm either skeptical or I have some sort of block. You say, just take some time just to breathe, put your hand on your heart and, and listen in. And you said, ask some questions. What questions would you recommend people start asking first in terms of when they're, when they're asking their heart and their intuition? So the, the easiest one that I always tell people, and I still use that, is the yes or no question. So let's say um, a while ago I said, do I quit my business? Do I quit my job and start my business? And even before I started thinking about the question, the answer already came, yes. It's like really strong. And it was so scary because I was quitting my job to do my own business. I had no idea what it was going to happen, but it was so strong that, I um that I had to do that. I didn't trust my intuition enough. That was a couple of years ago, and I actually went and saw a a psychic, and she confirmed everything that my intuition had already told me. Mm. Um, so yeah, and with psychics, side note, always being really careful because yeah, sometimes I didn't want her to tell me my future. Basically, she's a counselor as well, so she was help helping counsel me and encourage me to take these steps that I already knew that I had to take. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a yes or no. And always practicing and then seeing what happens. Like always practicing. And it's not 100% all the time because your mind can get in the way. And when you don't get something, oh, intuition doesn't work, doesn't exist because something, you know, didn't work out. It's just normal. But now out of me, nine and a half out of 10 times, it works really well. Yeah. And how do you know it's your intuition coming through? If I listen to my heart, I tap into, I breathe, even if it's five, 10 minutes, put my hand on my heart physically and ask myself a yes or no question. How do I know that that answer is coming through is my intuition instead of my fear or my ego or something else coming through? Um, that's a really, it's, it's a thing that you learn. It's a very individual thing that people will learn you will know how to distinguish between the mind chatter and uh, between when your intuition is coming because there's just that feeling you can feel it within you and most people know we know when we are bullshitting ourselves and um and we know when that story comes up it's usually quite a familiar story uh, let's say get up and exercise. No, I won't get up and exercise. And we make up a story as to why. And we convince ourselves why it's easier to stay in bed because it's comfortable and it's cold outside. And so usually the mind chatter that comes that you know how to distinguish because it's that usual story. So if you know that you're in, in, um, in a job that's no longer serving you and you've been trying to do you've been trying to, to make your business work and you say, I'm going to finally quit my job and you ask the question and a yes comes through. And then you think a no comes through. Like, how do I know if the yes or if the no? If you've been feeling for a while that you're meant to be quitting that job, but you keep bullshitting yourself, you're going to believe the story that your mind keeps telling you because it's easier. So usually that's how you know. It's that feeling, intuition is that feeling the mind chatter is the story that you've been telling yourself for a while. That's something to write so, down. <laughs> Definitely something to write down. It's like always reminding yourself the the story you're telling yourself is generally 
your fear. It's generally your ego. What the, yeah. the, the idea wrapped around your fear will tell you a particular story. I, f- I feel this all the time. I'm totally on board with if I'm meditating and I'm meditating on something and, and an answer comes through or a guidance comes through, it's always very direct. It's always very um, to the point, right? It's, it's very clear and concise. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll say like, do this. Like when I, when I left my job, it said, just, just leave the job. But the story in my mind, it'll say, oh, you got to stay there because you need money to be safe or it's, it'll be irresponsible or you might fail or all these different things. Mm. So that's a key, key distinction in reminding yourself. It is something like say to learn, but also be, be aware of the difference because if you, if you have your heart's guidance, if you have your intuition and you don't follow that, you don't listen to it, you'll end up believing the story that your ego or that your mind or that your fear is telling you. Is that what you're saying? That's, that's exactly it. And some people, they want to push that voice aside because it's too hard. They work so hard to live on that story, to stay in that job, to work their way up. They're like, now I'm going to leave that thing that I've been building for so many years. But that's when, you know, illnesses come. Like that's when people get sick and they get physically sick, emotionally sick, because they keep ignoring, because it, it basically your intuition is your channel to your higher self and it's, it's guiding you to do what you're here to do regardless of what that is whether it's spiritual work or not whether it's business or not whether it's helping people or not it's guiding you towards the path that you came here to do when you don't follow that your soul gets sick so all starts at an energetic level first then starts affecting your mental and your um mental and physical body so um yeah so that's that's something that I see happening all the time. So denying your intuition, basically you're, you're denying your, um, your path, your path, path here on this, on this earth, on this life. Yeah. And before we get into people's path, their purpose, their calling, mm-hmm. I'd love to understand a bit more about what you did when you were doing, when you were drinking alcohol as a way to sort of numb yourself. How did these, these strategies or this, 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 you know, this intuition or this guidance, first of all, how, why were you, why were you um, going to alcohol and how did you use what we're talking about here to sort of shift out of that into the path you are now? Okay. So I started drinking when I was 14, very young. I came from a small countryside in Brazil and it was, there was nothing to do there. We started drinking early and we started every weekend um, and then I just got in that, stuck in that rut, like every weekend, party, drink, party, drink. And I was quite anxious and I could feel everything around me. I felt people's feelings. I felt interactions. I could see into the future. Like I had a feeling my dad was going to have a car accident and he did. It was not serious, but I could feel it. I could feel, you know, my grandmother that had passed away in the house, the lights would turn on and off and it was quite overwhelming because I didn't have access to a lot of things to support me at that time. So I was like, partying it is. It was the thing that I did every weekend, drank, and then I didn't need to think about all the stress that you know, was happening around me. Um, and then also I was quite introvert, but you know, I thought I had to be extroverted so I can fit in with all my friends. So alcohol helped me do that as well. So basically I was alcohol helped me become the person I thought I was, um, it's helped me deal with stress and anxiety. 
and become a person that I thought I'd be more acceptable by, by my friends. Um, what happened is after I came to Australia, um, I really got into fitness and health, uh, but I would, I was really fit during the week and then on the weekend I'll go out and binge drink. And then I did a fitness competition for a couple of months and you know, it's quite straining on your body. Um, and after that I started drinking again, I actually ended up in hospital with a kidney infection and I spent a night in hospital and I, I was by myself at the time. I had to take myself to the hospital. It was quite sad and, you know, depressing. I was like, wow, what am I doing to myself? So that's, um, and I really knew I wanted to help people, but I, I was like, I can't help people. Like, I'm not good enough to help anybody. But I kept, and then it happened again. I ended up in hospital again. Um, and then I, I was, I started to get really worried. I was like, kidney issues, it, it, you know, it could actually kill you. So I was, I was like such a healthy person. And then on the weekend, I would turn into this different person. So I just went on a journey. I went and saw different healers and I um, went to different ceremonies with different religions and everything you can imagine. I tried and I went to and different tribes and different healings. And on that healing journey, I realized that the alcohol, I was just trying to numb because I was too scared of trying and not and failing and not being good enough. So that was my fear because I didn't love myself enough. I didn't believe in myself. If I tried to be a healer or a naturopath at the time, which was the first thing I tried to do, I wasn't going to be good enough and people weren't going to accept me. And then I was going to, you know, back to, you know, to number one. Just so you, had this, back to the start. you had this intuition coming through at that time as well that said, I feel like I'm always meant to be helping people at some level. And you had this intuition that said, you know, there's, there's some sort of healing that needs to be done. There's something there, but that transition was hard for you because you had these fears and these doubts of I'm not good enough. Mm. It won't work. What are the people going to think? All those different things. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm never going to make money, you know, helping people. Who's going to pay to come see me. There's so many good people out there. I'm not good enough. Yeah. I don't know who can relate to that. (laughs) That's everyone. That is absolutely everyone. I've coached hundreds of business owners in the last couple of years and man, that's, that's the, they're the underlying fears, the underlying doubts that is resonating in everyone's head, despite this inner calling, this inner purpose that says, okay, this was, uh, this is the time. So what, what was the pivot point for you? What was the moment where you're like, okay, now I'm following this, following my heart full time instead of going out and partying on the weekends and, um, and, you know, trying to be healthy on, on the day during the, during the weekdays, what was the, what was the pivot point for you? Was there a guidance or an intuition or was it just a decision that you made? I tried to do everything you can imagine to stop drinking. I couldn't do it. Mind you, it was only binge drinking. And it started getting less and less. But every time I did it, it took me ages, like days, sometimes weeks to come back to my full self. Um, and I had started studying naturopathy in 2015. I stopped that a year and a half later. And then I started studying transpersonal counseling. I'm like, right now I'm doing counseling. And I had an episode as I started doing that transpersonal counseling. I think it was the start of 2017 where I was just so drunk and then my friends had to take me home. And I was like, that could have been dangerous if I didn't have my friends with me. I was like, I remember one day, that the day after I was so hungover and I was just in my bedroom crying. And like, I, I believe that there's a universal force, which I call God because I grew up with a religious, um, in a religious background, but I'm not religious, but I, I, I use the word God. I said, God, please help me. 
help me get rid of this addiction and help me get on my path. There was nothing else that I wanted in my life. And I really, really meant it. I said, put something in my path. So when I was studying um, that course, I actually came across uh, a few people that told me about, um, and I, I won't go deep into the subject. That's probably a subject for <laughs> another podcast. Um, I was told about ayahuasca, which is a, a plant medicine from the Amazon, from the Amazonian jungle. It's psychedelic, but it says has been studies that it actually helps people with addiction and helps people to, to really uh, heal themselves. It's like some people say five to 10 years of psychology work in one weekend of doing ayahuasca. Um, so I met some people that I knew that uh, went to South America and, you know, I'm from South America and in South America it is legal. You can do that as part of ceremony. And I t it turns out that I was going to South America at the time. So I had a, a couple, I had a weekend um, of doing ayahuasca and that was, I remember it just puts you into this state where it just completely opens your third eye chakra and it shows you everything like you just go into this dimension and i saw a movie of my life where i was shown um you have a path to choose here you continue to drink and party and you're going to be really depressed or you go this way and know that you're guided trust and have faith i'll never forget those words trust and have faith and i came out of there and um, i never so that was over three years ago i never uh, drank alcohol or ate meat again it was just something shifted, something did change inside wow. of me. Um, and there's a few videos on, you know, um, YouTube that of people saying how it helped them with addiction. So I've never went for any other purposes than to heal myself. So, um, so that was the moment. And you know, many times after that, I felt like drinking. Maybe I could drink. Maybe I could go out. But I had the strength. It gave me strength inside of me to not do it again and mm. to keep following my path. So my mom, it's, um, she's got Brazilian indigenous background and it is an indigenous land. So I find that that's, I had a really strong connection with that. So it's a thing, it's definitely not for everybody, something that I go around telling people to do. They have to do a lot of research and I actually do a lot of healing that I bring in the healing of the plants and of what I learned during the ceremonies. I help, um, pass on that healing to, to people because it's, yeah, like I said, it's not for, um, for everybody. And then from that moment on, it's been journey after journey of healing. And when things come back at me, I feel like because I'm not drinking anymore because I have this inner strength, it's been really strengthened. Um, I can deal with, you know, with um, adversities a lot easier than before I stopped drinking and, and before I had the healing experiences. Do you think someone can tap into that inner strength without, without doing ayahuasca? Obviously, that was the awakening for you. Do you think that, yeah. can, that can be the path of someone? And, and what would you recommend? Definitely. People can definitely do that. I had been feeling the call for about six years. So I know many people. I have actually helped people heal without it. And I, I had an experience where ayahuasca said to me, we give you the tools to help people heal. Um, so definitely people can do it. And what I say, you go out there and you look and you do things. There's so many different things out there nowadays. Yes, some people can do psychologists. I could never do conventional, anything conventional medicine never worked for me. Um, so I saw theater healers, 
schizophrenic healers, um, star seed activation, which is what I'm doing at the moment. Um, yeah, there's many, many. So, and like you just go around and you try different things. You try different healers and different cultures, but you have to try. And don't worry if it doesn't work out. It's just like everything. It's not like when you make, let's say you go dating. It's not like the first person that you meet, that's the one that works out. Or it's like when you go out and you're trying clothes on, you have to try a few different ones until you find that fit. So you have to look for different therapies, different healers. And there are so many incredible people out there nowadays that can help people heal. The only thing stopping people from healing and following their path is themselves and their limitations, their limiting beliefs or the their stuff that they picked up from their parents and from society. Yeah. Well, first of all, I know someone who went on one Tinder date and ends up marrying her. <laughs> ends up marrying her. They got, they got kids. It's, and how wow. bizarre is that story? So he didn't have to go out yeah. and experiment too much with online dating, but it was, <laughs> but it's a, it's a good point. It's sort of, what you're saying about ayahuasca and I think everyone listening here has an open mind anyway, but, and it's becoming more and more readily available of the research of, of this, this incredible, incredible plant. I've never done um, plant medicine, but I'm always, always open. I'm, I'm open to everything and attached to nothing. So it's kind of, that's the mentality I have. But I think what you're saying is the, the, the ayahuasca ceremony just kickstarted the strength in you that you already had that you had already been uh, guided towards, like you said, for six years, you had this inner calling, this guidance that said, go down this path, make sure you go down here, trust, have this guidance. And then when the ayahuasca ceremony just kicked that for you and said, follow this trust. And it, 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 it sort of what, what it seems from my point of view is that it just instilled that, that essence, what was already there within you. Is that what you would describe? Definitely. And uh, I had been doing the work for a while. And I asked, asked, I asked, I continue to do the work. I know a lot of people that they go and they expect that it's going to completely change their lives because there are some videos out there with celebrities talking how they build this healing space and like they change their lives, change other people's lives. So people will watch that stuff. They'll go and do it. They come back. My life hasn't changed. Things still the same. Uh, nothing has changed like what what's going on so like it, it's it's a journey it's a it's yeah. part of the journey but it won't fix your life so when you go and see a healer it's the same thing like you know you see a coach they have to go and t- do what you tell them to do you have to follow these steps the hardest part is for people that i find and what have worked for me i kept pushing i never gave up i kept pushing and pushing and even when things were really difficult and hard and i was starting myself i just because i just knew it I knew I just had this inner knowing that I, what I noticed with some clients and just people in general, they want somebody to fix it for them. They want somebody to do it for them. They're not willing to go out there and face their adversities and um, continue to do the work and take risks and do something different. This is the intuition. That's the key thing. Wow. Yeah. And, um, as a coach as well, if you're, if you're a coach, you have to remind yourself on the other side, it's like, it's not really your ability. It's not really your uh, responsibility to shift them, right? As a coach, they need to shift themselves, right? But also when we're doing the inner work, we need to realize that as well. Everyone else can be on our path. It can feel expansive to 
go and get a coach and do this inner work and, and do this transformation. Even if you want to try plant medicine, you know, if it's in your expansion, go for it and realize that your it's your responsibility to, to dive in deep and do here, not use anything externally as a crutch or as a external solution. Right. And so that's really cool. And what I think what a lot of people can take away here and they're probably wanting to ask you as well is realizing that I have this inner guidance. Okay. I have this intuition that's coming through. How do I get into in touch with my calling? I need to know what my calling is, my deep purpose. I want to feel like I'm on a, on a mission that I'm here to do. How is someone to uncover that, that, that path that they know they're meant to be on? What's, what's some, how, how can they gain some clarity around that? I, I actually get that question like my clients the last week. That's I think nine out of nine out of ten of my clients that that was their question. What I, I need clarity. What do I do? Um, so they they most people are already doing something. And what I tell them is listen to your heart. Do a, a little. And when I say a ritual, it's a little ritual. It's a two minute thing where you're connecting within, and then you just you know, raise that to five minutes and then 10 minutes and if at least 10 minutes, connect within, go outside, put your feet out in nature, put your feet on the grass and when you connect with mother nature, you connect back to yourself um, and then take action. A lot of people, they expect that things will just fall on their lap and if they're doing, you know, their little rituals, they're getting healthy and there's like good things will come to good people. That's just, that's an illusion. You have, you must take action. So go out there, like what I did, go out there and see different healers or um, see different people that can help guide you as well. And um, go do different workshops. So I tried naturopathy, I tried universal counseling, I tried phrenic healing, naturopathy didn't work. I did two years of naturopathy and I was like, maybe I wasted my time. Then I did a medical intuition course, which was an online course. And it was a doctor and a, an intuitive lady. And there was a lot of biology stuff there on that course that I, that I used for when I used, I learned naturopathy. So know that because a lot of people, they're afraid that they're going to waste their time when they take action by not choosing the right thing. So fear of failure is a big thing. Have no fear because whatever it is they do, whatever it is they try, will add something to your life regardless, whether you use that as a, a path, you take that path as a, um, your profession or not so taking at listening to your heart and then taking action they're they're my two biggest things that that i tell people to do and then the third one have no fear of being judged because when you're not yourself um people are around you like your vibration in the quantum will be uh, you're not being yourself and people can pick up on that so i can give you um I can give you an example. I don't know. Does that answer your question? And I can give you an example of how that. Yeah, totally. Go to for it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. I love an example. This is this will resonate with a lot of people. So, uh, any any guidance you have on this area would be awesome. That's awesome. Um, so you may know because I spoke with you recently. So um, at the start of the year, I met a coach, and he said to me, "Rubia, stop telling people about guides and angels and spirits and aliens. Just tell people what issues you can help them fix." So I've helped a lot of people with the anxiety, depression, and panic syndrome, and and, um, and chronic pain. Um, that's there were four big things that I really helped people with. So I've been talking a lot about this, and this is what I help people come into a session with me. I'm offering free sessions, and like 
and I was barely having any clients. Um, and then more recently, I met another coach, which is more heart-based because this other coach, he was very, um, you know, uh, business money. You have to do 10 sales a day. You have to sell. You have to post every day on social media. And it was just like exhausting. Um, I met this, this coach that's more heart-based and I was telling him about my experiences, how I can connect spirits, how I've had this deep connection with star thieves, which it's aliens. Um, I've had an experience with ayahuasca where I met aliens and they, they, it was just like incredible, mind-blowing. And I've been connecting with them since then. I can feel their presence. They guide me. They give me messages. They give me messages to give to other people. And I said that to him, he's like, so you work with that? I was like, no, I, I can't work with that. People think I'm crazy. He's like, and then he started telling me about all these people that actually do that. And he said, look, I know some ladies that are making over a million dollars a year just by speaking to aliens and telling people what they're saying and speaking light language. And, you know, when I say aliens, it's just so that people understand aliens equals starseeds. We call them starseeds, which is being their higher, they're more evolved beings from other dimensions, from the fifth dimension up. So they're much more evolved than us and they're helping us on our evolution. Uh, just a side note there so people know what I'm talking about. Um, it's like, just let it out. You have to, to let it out. So, and this was very recent. Um, so there was a full moon recently and a friend of my flatmate and I, we decided to do a full moon ceremony. And uh, when I go and I, I do guided meditation, when I do guided meditation, I feel like I channel something, Some something comes through me and pass on a message to whoever is there. So I felt something coming through and I usually block it and I'm like, I'm not blocking. Okay, I'm going to follow my coach's advice and I'm not going to block it. I let it come. It was a star seed and even the way that spoke, my voice changed, the tone changed and it gave me this beautiful message and my flatmate was like, wow, that was incredible. Next day, I just wrote everything and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come out to the world that this is what I do. This is my connection with star seeds and I shared it on the Gaia um, group. So it's a group on Facebook for uh, people that, um, that have a Gaia membership, the T Gaia TV. And I just didn't think much of it. And the repercussions, I had people from all over the world commenting and contacting me and people saying, I can feel it. This post has made me cry. Um, and they've been messaging me. And I've had, I had um, since then, I've had um, sessions, well, I've had clients from the UK, from New York, New York Cyprus, um, from Australia. So from, from everywhere, people that connected with my message. And a lot of people said, Ruby, it wasn't even just about the words they shared. It was about the meaning. So mm -hmm. they knew that I meant that I really connected to Sassy. And I said, I come out. And I called my mom and I told her. And she was fine with me. She said, we don't care. We just want you to. If you speak to aliens, to spirits, do whatever it is that you do, you're doing an incredible job and you're helping lots of people. And I was worried about the people in my hometown, what they were going to do. And if my parents support me, and even if they did, so it didn't matter. What happened is I expanded in a such a short period of time. My Facebook page, I think I got like 100 likes in three days and it was just people contacting me and I still have sessions. Um, I've been having sessions like every day. And, and yeah, it's just like, I fully came out and owned up to my abilities rather than I, I was watering it down. 
what I thought was expected by people. And with this whole coronavirus thing before this, I was going to go back to Brazil because I had more clients there. But if I went back to Brazil over there, I was going to have to be my watered down version because there's a lot of religious people there. And when you say you talk to spirits and star seeds, they, they say you're dealing with the devil. So I wasn't going to be able to be my full self. And I was actually going back for good in August. And now all of this happening is such a blessing because I thought, oh, my plans are ruined now. And actually, no, it's like, it's been the biggest blessing for me that I can't actually go anymore because I, I, because I'm not going back, I fully owned my gifts. So the things that happens when you fully own it, you will have people that will back you. I have people from all over the world now backing me. And here I was trying to be scared because of one little town of 10,000 people in the countryside of Brazil, I was, you know, limiting myself because I was afraid that they were going to judge me. And the one, the one thing to summarize is like, from what you're saying from this beautiful story is that we have these, these doubts, like I can't share my truth. I can't express what's really flowing through because of all of these expectations and stories. But what you just said is that when you start expressing that, when you start expressing your truth, when you start coming through and what's, what's, uh, what's flowing through you is, is, is not only shown, but it's shared. And you live up to that like with authenticity and vulnerability, the people who do resonate will show up. The people who do resonate will, will be attracted to you and the world's waiting to give that to you, waiting to give you support, waiting to give you the, uh, the people who appreciate your honesty and your openness. And no doubt you would have given permission for other people to do the same because you did it yourself. And so someone in here, who's listening, who has this intuition flowing through, who has this calling, what Ruby is saying is take action on that. Whatever's flowing through, whatever guidance is coming through, despite how scary it is, take action on it. And the action flowing through there will, will guide you in terms, of, in, in terms of who you are authentically and how you can move and you know, go through this world with that, that vibration, that high level vibration of just being you. Is that... Is that what you would describe? Totally. That's totally what's happened to me. And I started doing breath work and Kriya yoga, like activating some points, some moving energy through my body. But someone, somebody shared that with me. So I started putting that into practice. And it's almost like things are happening at a, at a speed that I, my body and mind are almost not able to keep up with it. Mm. I've been sleeping about four Five hours a night so I used to sleep seven hours a night but things are shifting and expanding so much in the last in the last week that yeah I can definitely feel the shift I'm, I'm like eating a lot healthier and it's like I'm really in alignment and like you said yet yeah, you attract the people I have people that have been following me since I started two years ago officially started with my business um that never contacted me before. I posted this about, I was offering a 30 minute star siege um, activation, um, which I had to call it off because I had so many, I had so many bookings that now I'm, I'm still offering, but I'm offering the, the, the paid version because I just booked out with the uh, free one um, that never contacted me before. And they contacted me for this star seed activation because they, they my energy shifted therefore people could feel it. And I, and I had people contacting me saying, I don't know what, 
um, ecstasy activation means, but um, I want to book a session with you. I want to find out more and I want you to help me. So mm. it doesn't, people will resonate with you. So when my coach early in the year said, stop talking about aliens and spirits because people don't understand that it's not about that anymore. It is about the resonance, what you are resonating. You could be speaking gibberish that people love you. They love your presence. They want to be in your presence because just by being in some people's presence, um, you get you get healing. So it's really believing in us. So healing that inner that self love, and then let it come. Whatever it is that wants to come, let it come. Don't be embarrassed about it. And even if you get embarrassed, still let it come. Because I still get a little bit, I still get a little bit like, oh, here it comes. They talk, you know, a little bit robotic. And then I speak like language and it just goes like, it's like very, like sounds like a little bit, you know, gibberish. But it's incredible. People actually get healing transmissions from getting light language transmissions. So it's such a beautiful, incredible thing that I'm now so proud to be part of to, to finally um fully own that i'm part of wow that's awesome that's awesome how can more people find out about you what's a particular particular link or a particular platform they can find you uh so i'm very active on facebook so it's rubia lacerda l-a-c-e-r-d-a i'm sure you have my name written down so it's yes. very easy to find i think i'm pretty sure i'm the only one in the field rubia lacerda um, I've also got a website, www.rubialaceda.com. Um, I am on Instagram, not as active on Instagram. I was started with that recently, but yeah, definitely. I have a personal profile on Facebook and I have a, a business profile on Facebook as well, but I do have a contact link on my website. Very easy to find my website. Um, yeah, so people can find me there. And there's a little bit more explanation about this star seed activation, which is basically helping people find clarity, clarity and guidance uh, from the star seed. So these beautiful enlightened beings, they come through me and they give the person that I'm having a session with, they give them a, a message uh, to help them. Um, and it's quite healing as well. So the, the results have been incredible. I have been asking for feedback. I'm receiving the feedback, so I'm going to be screenshotting and posting the feedback on my page because I know people love, you know, the word of mouth. So people can keep an eye on my page as well for, for the feedback after the sessions that I've been doing the last few days. Definitely, definitely. It's so fascinating how people are just, what happens when you follow your path? What happens when you not only listen to your intuition, but follow it, actually take action from it, and then just authentically live from that place? It's just, it's a position where, you can, like you said, it raises your vibration. It raises your vibration. That's what people need, not only for healing, but for permission for them to do the same. So that's awesome. Is there anything else you want to share um, that can, that would be able to help people that would uh, that would make this this chat feel complete? Uh, what I would say is that no people people to know that they will always be supported when you follow your path you're always going to be supported you don't need to know how but when you do it things people and things will pop on your way and like this is exactly what's been happening to me when you're ready so two things go on a journey to heal yourself find a coach 
find a healer, find books and YouTube videos. It's great, but you need someone to be there supporting you. Find your medicine, find your your, your doctor, your healer, um, and then start taking action without fear. Have no fear. Take action, and you will see beauty will unfold. Things mm. will unfold. Everything's going to be put in your path. You don't need to know what and how. Things will just things will just come to you, um, and there will always be support. And yes, so that's. Um, what I can and um, if people want to so for I say to be on your path I always say be healthy and look after yourself because when you look after yourself things are so much more clear um, on my website there is a pop-up when you go in there's a free feel better guide that I have 10 steps there to help people feel better in, in seven days obviously they can continue on that I've also got a a healing guided meditation, which is beautiful. It's very relaxing and it's great for people that are on an entry level because it is guided and it just helps you relax and it's quite healing as well. Um, so yeah, for people that want that, that extra support. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I just want to thank you so much for being on here and sharing your truth, sharing your wisdom and uh, living a life of authenticity. Not many people can, can jump on that path so quickly and they're they're a lot of people are stuck in fear and and anxiety and doubt because they they never tap into that trust if you trust life will support you as you say and so i just want to thank you for being on here sharing your wisdom sharing your truth sharing your guidance and no doubt so many people will now be inspired to trust that voice that's in them right that that guidance and that voice so thank you so much for being here I hope so. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute, you might want to come join us over on the online Facebook community called Connect, Contribute, Collaborate. This is the community of heart-centered business owners who are all doing this internal work. We mastermind around the latest business topics. We collaborate with each other to grow as one. And we do what we can to assist some charities and worthy causes around the world. So head over to tysoncoaching.com where you can find the link to join. And if you know you want to dive in deep into this work yourself, sign up for the free transformational group coaching calls. Whether you want to uncover some unconscious patterns or shift those you're already aware of, or maybe even just benefiting from the live coaching of other members, there's always takeaways that lead to more peace and clearly more business success on the other end. Because I believe it's not what you learn here that's going to help you with your awakening, it's what you actually do with it. So if it feels like your expansion, jump over to TysonCoaching.com and I'll see you in the community. Take care now.